Rugby is the flavour now, and why wouldn't it be after a comprehensive melting of the Wallabies at Eden Park on Saturday night? We weren't stressed at all, were we, Craig Dowd? We always knew this was going to happen, right? And welcome to the show. Long time no hear. Yeah, g'day, Darcy. Well, I tell you what, seven days in the, in, in the sporting world <laughs> seems like an eternity, but how, how you can flip everything on its head, uh, going from old and, you know, sort of past it, used by date and, and whatnot, and then just... Uh, readjusting everything and getting back on that mantle. Um, been a great result in the weekends. There's a, very, there's a few quiet Australians around, though. Yeah, there are. When you, when you look at the All Black performance in general, everybody lifted their game. Their, their accuracy was up a notch. Their aggression was up a notch. The defence was there. I think when you look at individuals who maybe really did turn it on, you touched on it there about being too old. Kieran Reid, he's not done. Oh, yeah. He's not done. Yeah. Now, Kieran Reid, in my mind, was absolutely outstanding. And that's, if you go, if you captain is going to show leadership the way he showed it, then it's just, boys, follow me. And that's the sort of stuff we need. And, and you know, from here on, right through to the last game of the Rugby World Cup, when he lifts that trophy, let's hope he, you know, that's the way he leads. Because attitude is everything in the game of rugby. You know, you, technically, how, how, how solid or, or whatever game plan you've got, if you haven't got the right attitude, then, you know, you, you're going to have a game like Perth. How critical was that game like Perth, though, to get the best out of the All Blacks? Was that actually necessary, do you think, Craig, or just one of those blips? Oh, I think it's the best thing that's ever happened. Well, the best thing that has happened to the All Blacks this year, um, I think it's a reality check we needed. Uh, when I say it's the best thing and the worst thing, because uh, it was a horrible game to watch, and you know the scoreline is a, a bite on the, on, on the record books, but it's that readjustment, isn't it? And, you know, I come back to the word attitude because it's everything. Um, you know, they'll, they'll, they won't let that happen again. You know, I think uh, the murmurings or, or, or the comments was, will be remember Perth, guys. Keep that in the forefront of your mind because uh, it's, you know, <laughs> some of those All Blacks would never have experienced a week like they've just experienced. Um, you know, unfortunately, I have a couple of times and, and the New Zealand public certainly let you know about it. You know, and they, those, those guys got it last week. Um, you know, and obviously there's a few casualties along, along the way and... Uh, that's, that's the cold, hard reality. And, you know, they won't want to go through that week again any time soon. Right, so that's enough at this stage, what, five weeks out from the start of the World Cup that set these guys and set their ball rolling? Do you think it's all um, <laughs> smiles from now on in? Or I mean, what do you make of this next few weeks? Well, their one-off game against Tonga before South Africa. Still, what do they need to work with or on? Oh, no, now it comes down to competition inside the camp. And the camp hasn't been selected yet. The squad hasn't been finalised. You know, if everyone gets an opportunity to, however they get that, whether it's through ITM Cup or some of the guys, I mean, let's let's be honest, 80% of the guys have done enough and, and probably already pencilled down. But then there's, you know, there's the other 20%. They need to put their hand up and say, hey, Steve, pick me. And uh, that's going to be tight at that end because you know, there's some, certainly some, some good players, uh, but uh, someone's going to miss out. Look, look at your area of expertise, uh, the men up the front. Do you think that's pretty solid? Do you think you know the five that's going to be performing there? Well, I know the five I'd pick. Um, you know, and, 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 and unfortunately, Molly would, would be the one that misses out um, just just through lack of experience. You know, I, I know that um, Owen Franks, um, you know, by all accounts, has, has been dropped, and, and Nipo Lalala went out there and played an absolute blinder in the weekend. Um, but his experience is so important, you know. And the, the one thing about you know you, you you can you can punish someone, you can drop them, but you you know sometimes giving that that guy a second chance or or, or giving him an, another opportunity, you know, he won't drop that standard again, given given a sniff. So, 
you know, you don't know what's going to happen in, in a World Cup, and and if you're going into a, a game like the likes of England or South Africa or you know France with some of the scrums are, are strong, you're going to want the cornerstone of your, of your scrum to, to be operating, and you know knowing that Franks is there in your arsenal is, is uh, would be really important. I heard some discussion today, Craig, around the fact that it's all well and good bullying the Australians like they did because they just turn up with nothing, wet powder, if you will. But when it comes to Northern Hemisphere teams, we might not be able to get that, that physical dominance just based on the body sizes of the Northern teams. Does that ring true with you at all or not? Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's about being smart how we play. Um, by bullying Australia, and look, it's the recipe that England have had for years. Whenever they play Australia, you watch their, their forwards just roll up their sleeves and they just out-scrum them. They, 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 they take them on physically, and, and that works for them. Um, when we play against England, we've got you know we've got a few more clubs in our, in our, in our golf bag. You know, we can match them up front, but we can also run, run around them. You know, and, and when, when you've got guys that are going to be too physical, then, then their space is out wide. So um, so I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's whatever suits. Craig Dowd is our guest from d3tape.com. It's been a while since I've spoken to you, Craig. I take it you're still peddling strapping for people, are you? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Still, still doing the strapping tape, d3tape. So, yeah. Good to hear. Let's get to the uh, Lucy's, because this was an interesting decision, wasn't it? The uh, the 6, 7 and 8 and the way that worked. They look pretty settled. Artie Savia taking that eight posse in the boot right the way through all of the scrums there. I suppose the question mark is who helps them out come World Cup time? Is there anyone screaming to be selected? Do you believe in that combo role between Locke and Loose Ford or 6-7, whatever? Oh, you know, there's two players that, that weren't involved in the weekend that I can see, you know, that they will be. Scott Barrett will be back for the World Cup and, you know, I... I you know, I can see him having a crack at six, or you know, if he doesn't come on the bench, off the bench, and, and either you know, four, five, or six, covering all, all three positions. Um, and, and of course, I, I don't know how the surgery is going on the Brodie Retallick, but uh, I'm sure. Hope we got our best surgeons in, in New Zealand working on him because he's someone that uh, you know we, we saw in Perth without him there. His, you know, he, he just he just adds a new dimension to the All Black forward pack. What do you make of Paddy Tuots, Patrick Tupolotu, and the way he grew a couple of extra limbs? Because there was pressure on him to actually do what we know he can do. I don't know how they flick that switch, but they need to work out where it is so they can do it every time, don't they? Absolutely. And that's the key. It's how do you flick that switch for Patrick Tupolotu? Because he's a he's a big man, um, and when he's on, on song like he was in the weekend, you know, he's, he's world class. But he's let himself down in previous games by just not getting to that level, you know. So, uh, again, <laughs> that key word, attitude. Uh, if you can get him, on, you know, the way he was on, on Saturday night, then and I'm sure Steve Hansen and Co. can, then he's he's absolute gold. Another guy, Craig Dowd, that gets his, probably more than his fair share of grief from everybody is, is Sonny Bill Williams. It's been a slow recovery. He hasn't played a great deal of rugby, but I think we were shown that when he's in his pomp, he's something really that you can't leave out, right? Yeah, yeah, no, and I've, got, I've even sort of wondered whether he was going to go to the World Cup or not myself, um, you know, given some of the form, especially from some of the other centres, because there's it a real logjam of, uh, of talent um, for us. But I think what he showed in the weekend is something that uh, we can't forget, that when there's a big stage, he steps up every time, you know, and, and we're going to the World Cup, so there's no bigger stage. Having someone like Sonny Bill Williams on that big stage, at key moments, you know, you know mentally... He, he doesn't. He doesn't get flustered. He he knows, you know, just exactly what's needed. 
Um, he's even got a you know relatively cool, calm, collective manner about him. So I, I think what he reinforced and reminded us all that you know we need big stage players um, like Sonny Bill Williams when it comes you know World Cup semi final final time. And Craig, you know those fancy guys who direct the play and those ones that run fast out in the wing. You remember seeing those from time to time? You remember those guys? <laughs> oh, well. The, <laughs> I kind of like lifting my head up from the scrum and seeing him score in the corner. <laughs> so the 10-15, that appears to I be working. Job, they do their job. That's the uh, story. Forward to theirs on Saturday night. So, yeah, there were a few of them doing it. That's good. So the 10 15's working out okay for you, and I suppose when you get a couple of guys drop, those lads didn't – well, they made the most of their opportunity out wide, didn't they? Bridge and Reese or something else. Oh, yeah. And they have been all season with the Crusaders, you know, and, and I think uh, – Again, they would have gone through and, and, and just got the vibe of, of, of the way that the All Black camp was. <laughs> you know, grumpy. Grumpy's a word that I heard used a few times. And obviously, you know, they, they just got out there and played. And, and then that was great to see. And, oh, you know, I think uh, the 10-15 the, the combination as well, it, it's taken a bit of time to settle in. But, it's you know, it's, it, and it does take time. It's getting better and better. And we'll leave you on one last thought, or one last thought from you, hopefully, Craig Dowd. You've been far too happy. There must be something that pissed you off in that game. Surely you've got something to complain about. Come on, mate. Oh, no. My heart was in my mouth one time. It was when Dane Cole slipped Nick White, but uh, I actually thought, you know, good on you, mate. I'd have done the same thing. But anywhere near that half, he played so well the week before, uh, he, he, they had to shut him down. But uh, no, I, I, I got worried that, you know, sort of, you know, one guy going off is going to give the you know forty, 40 men give the Australians an opportunity. But it was great to see that the boys just muscled up with fourteen men defensively and and just you know played well. So no, apart from that, mate, I'm very very happy. Former All Black, now proprietor of D3Tape.com, Craig Dowd. It's been a long time. Well worth the wait though, mate. You pick up your phone again in a couple of weeks, will you? Yep, of course, Darcy. Anytime you call, mate.